brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this episode of Sip, Sudden Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Fact. Always a fact. fact. I was quaffing. Does that count? It's a little bit more than sipping. You're usually guzzling, so... Yeah, I cut back. I coughed. You're getting classy on me. Ooh. I don't know if I can take him if he's going to get classy. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Uh, Bob, welcome to be here. It's uh, I saw the lineup, tequila, sherry, mules, chocolate. I didn't know whether I should run or uh, or stay put, and you guys tied me down. I guess I'm staying put. I, dude, I you like you. You can run, but you can't hide. I like you, but I'm not <laughs> tying you down, no matter how much you ask. No, so just please stop asking. It's starting to get a little weird. <laughs> he always takes his pants off before you try to tie him down, though. He doesn't That's, have pants on now. <laughs> I never have. I, it's, he, has, he hasn't worn pants since February. Come on. Yeah, this is a pretty good job, but it's just a little uncomfortable from time to time. He thinks every meeting is a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Well, I told him we were going to do a Zoom meeting, and he put on a striped shirt and started singing that stupid song from PBS. But, you know, th- thank you. So, we have good old boy Maury. Thank you, Bob. Good morning. Happy to be here. Excited for the broad range of flavor profiles today. <laughs> That's one nice way to put it. And he put it better than me, didn't he? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to rain on your parade. And good old boy Justin. Good morning, Bob. I'm looking forward to all this stuff. <laughs> stuff. You're like, stuff. You're like Chuck Barris from the Gong Show. We'll be back with more stuff. Okay. All I know is he heard banjos earlier, and that's all I heard him say. Is there banjos? Thank God this isn't the Gong Show. I've been gonged already. Yeah, well, if you were, if this was the Gong Show, you'd be wearing a cheap suit and a bag on your head. And speaking of a bag on your head, good old boy Harmy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, what was the, the comic he used to wear a bag on his head? Was that in the yeah, Gong no Show, comic. too? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah, comic. Yeah, no comic. That's yeah. right. Well, thanks, Bob. Maury Langston. I love the guy. I, uh, I heard uh, Maury said there was broads here, so I came, and now there's just a broad, broader, yeah. broad range of palettes and stuff. Well, Brent, Brent, doesn't, <laughs> Brent doesn't have pants. I mean, what more Clean do you up want? up in aisle three. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. No on, broads, man. no dames. It's just a bachelor party down in the basement. Hey, now. Okay. Yeah, well... Don't even don't even start up with me. So, are you threatening me? Yeah. <laughs> so, Brent and Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals, with representation in eight states and two countries. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. We're also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Enmatic Machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at finespirits.net or on Facebook. At facebook.com slash finespirits or instagram.com slash finespirits. Or grinder under harmislonely.com. <laughs> And this episode is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events when... They start having them again. We're going to have a Zoom event, ftlws.com. There you go. So our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else that you can drink. And today's show, we're going to be discussing some whiskeys from Lone Rider, Chicken Cock, and Law's Whiskey House. So here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From Lone Rider, we have the Lone Rider Deadwood Cast Finished Straight Bourbon. We have the Lone Rider Tequila Cast Finished Straight Bourbon. The Lone Rider Sherry Cask Finish Straight Bourbon. The Lone Rider Whiskey Mule. From Chicken Cock, we have the Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. 
From Law's Whiskey House, we have their six-year bottled in Bond Rye, San Luis Valley. And from Lone Rider, again, we have Chocolat, spelled with like a K and a X and a salad Q or something. And yeah, and an umlaut. Yeah, and there's an umlaut. You know, a little house over it and some dots. So, yeah. That's chocolate, C-H-O-K. Was it C-H-O-C? It's just a K. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that how you spell it anyway? Is that how you spell chocolate? I think so. I didn't do so well in school. Russian? What's going on here, man? I mean, if I was smarter, no, I would. There'd be all the consonants if it was Russian. Come That's on. true. Yeah, there'd be 27 consonants and no values if it's Russian. So, I don't know. Spelling's not my cool big looking, thing. That's why cool I went to law school. Yeah. If I was good at spelling, I'd have found a better job. So. They're a very Clint Eastwood looking, very Clint Eastwood looking cable label. All, all right, right, kids. So let's have Justin tell us about our sips ratings. All right. So, one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I'm still trying to place this. That that accent is what? Appalachian, North Carolina. Ooh, what do, no, this is Appalachian, North Carolina. That is a Yankee trying to pretend to do Appalachian, North Carolina. Well, if we had, if we had banjos playing, that would be okay. If we had banjos playing with you over there with no pants on, I'd be nervous. <laughs> yeah. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? <laughs> Want me to translate that so the people in Appalachia actually understand what you're saying? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Just not buying it. Nope. Not Very buying disinterested. it. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Nope. Still not buying it. Not selling it, man. Not selling it. Five sips. Oh, my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like wearing pants, yes. yeah. Yes. yes. Nothing's better than not wearing pants. That's all I can tell you. You know, my family right now, when I go back to see them, they're going to stab me. Yeah, they're going to be gonna. They're going to stab me when I get back to the mountains. Right. Don't let them listen to this episode. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, well, what can you do? Hopefully, they're not going to listen to it because, you know, where they live up in the mountains, I, I don't think they have electricity and stuff like that, you know. I mean, they come down here and see the cement pond. They're all excited. So, <laughs> so let's have uh, let's have Brent tell us a little. Cement pond. Yeah, Ellie May I goes out to the I cement pond. I forgot about that Beverly Hillbillies, man. Yeah. Wee doggie. Come on. Okay, so we're talking about the Lone Rider Brewery. Uh, they opened their doors in Raleigh, North Carolina on January 23. Wee doggie. Yeah, January 23rd, 2009, with a beer and a dream. Nice to have a beer and a dream. Today, Lone Rider is distributed in nine states and is counted among the top 150 breweries in the USA. Lone Rider has a portfolio of award-winning beers, including medals from the Great American Beer Festival, the New York International Beer Competition, and the U.S. Open Beer Championship. Looking to branch out beyond the beer world and into the whiskey world, they have begun by sourcing whiskeys from MGP and experimenting with various cast finishes. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Lone Rider Deadwood Cask Finish Straight Bourbon, 90 proof. It's 45% ABV. It's non-age stated. 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% malted barley. And it's got a $50 retail price tag on it. So this... Bourbon is finished in bourbon casts that once held Lone Rider's Deadwood. It's a bourbon barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout. The stout is made using a neutral two-row malt as the base. Chocolate malt and roasted barley are used for color and flavor, and Munich malt is used to give the beer richness. Nitrogen conditioning gives the beer a creaminess. So this is... I'm uh, trying to figure this out. So it's a... It's a. They did a bourbon in a beer barrel. Yeah, yeah. So they did a beer in a bourbon barrel, and then, and then they then aged they put the bourbon back in the in barrel. The barrel. So, so it was, it, they started with a they started with a bourbon barrel. They put beer in it. Yeah, yeah. And they put this back in it. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Russian Imperial Stout collusion. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. <laughs> so the color is more like a. It's a. It's a very light purple. Super light. It's purple. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and on the nose. You get some vanilla and cocoa notes. Um, I get a little bit of the a little bit of that hops from that beer and um, the nuttiness to it. Then on the uh, on the palate, I have um, I get a, I get that it's like a malty sweetness. It's um, 
you get waffles. Waffles. You know, that's I I thought my waffles don't smell like this, dude. Well, on the palate a little bit, I know, but um you know, and a little bit of peanuts and toffee. The finish is kind Enunciate. of Enunciate. You get a little bit of what? Peanuts. Peanuts, yeah, they toffee. Um, on the finish, it's uh, it's smooth. It's not not a bad finish. Um, get a little bit of oak tannins in there. It's it's not quite exactly what I was expecting when I was going to drink a, a bourbon barrel, um, you know, one a beer from it. You know, so just a little bit off for me. Not something that I would normally drink. You know, I agree with you. I had high hopes. I love uh, Russian Imperial Stout, and uh, I've had some really nice um, finished bourbons and. This one just was 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 okay. It wasn't badly made. It's nicely made. It's well constructed. I like where they were going. I like that uh, what they had in mind, but it just it did feel a little, fall, feel like it fell a little short for me. Yeah, and I and the thing is, is that their beers from this is a really good beer. It's an award winning beer, really, right? Yeah, which is a very popular one, you know. And it I just, just you know I think doesn't they, they, where they fell short is I think they didn't leave it in the barrel long enough. You think because <sighs> it doesn't need more of a beer finish. Um, could that be. C- could be it, you know. Or you think it left way too long? I thought it was balanced. It's just the, the, the beer was amazing and the whiskey was meh. Yeah. Mm. That's all. Meh. Yeah, I think they just need a little bit more age in the whiskey. This. You know, a little more mature whiskey and right. maybe, uh, you know, leave it in the barrel for a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. But on another note, the yeah. packaging is beautiful. The labels are cool. Uh, the name Deadwood is pretty schnazzy. I, I think they're going the right direction. They got the right ingredients. They just need to tweak it a little. Yeah, they. Need, it's yeah. This, like I said, they're experimenting with this. I mean, they've already experimented and they've really improved and they made yep. their beer line, uh, you know, exceptional. Um, and it's. A, I mean, they are heavily talked about as yeah, far. I know in the they've beer done industry. some of their beers on on the beer episodes of Sip Says and Smokes as well. So right, right. We, we don't do the beers. So. Right. They're very good on that. Yeah. So I think this is uh, this is their new avenue that they're working on getting in. So well, we're going to rate it for now two sips. It's that magical time to discuss balls. Not my balls, your balls, or maybe your man's balls, or frankly any men's balls. This rarely to be discussed region of the body is not self-servicing. It's time to tackle that hair down there with the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. Powered with 7,000 RPMs of quiet stroke. I love that word, quiet stroke. Ceramic blades with skin safe technology that won't rust and last up to three months. It's waterproof and uses super fast USB charging. It's time to clean up your junk with the Lawnmower 3.0 and your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SIPS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SIPS. Hey, and we're back and we're discussing some whiskeys from uh, Lone Rider. Uh, We just finished talking about their Deadwood uh, cast finish, and we're moving on to their next one. So let's have Justin tell us about that one. So now we're going to talk about Lone Rider Tequila Cask Finish Straight Bourbon. It's 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume, and it's non-age stated. It's 60% corn, 36% rye, and 4% malted barley, and it goes for about 40 bucks. The straight bourbon is finished in small batch tequila barrels from Jalisco, Mexico. Yeah, Jalisco, Mexico. (laughs) So, I got ripe pear. You know what? I really love the jalapeno poppers or jalapeno. (laughs) Jalapeno. The jalapeno poppers. Yeah, I was at the restaurant last night having some jalapeno poppers before before they brought up my fillet mignon. There's nothing I love more than a good steak. So I thought I was the one that can't pronounce anything. Yeah. We we have a we have a team effort going. But are you from Islay? Yeah, he's from Islay. Right. right. All right, friend. So tequila from Jalisco, Mexico. From Jalapeno Islay. Yeah. All right. So the nose is ripe pear, lemon and vanilla. On the palate, I got a little bit of cocoa, leather, and uh, rice spice, and lime. And the finish was medium in length. 
What did you think, Maury? I thought this was a step up from the first one. Um, although um, I think it, 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 too, needs a little bit of tweaking. I think it's well made. Um, I didn't feel like there was a lot of tequila influence on it. Um, I thought it was a nice, pleasant, everyday kind of whiskey. Uh, not bad for the price. Um, I thought it was it was nice. It was pleasant. Well, that yeah. was that was edifying. <laughs> I'm actually agreeing with some of the notes that Justin had. This is so this is good old boy Harmeet, and I'm I'm upset with everything today. This this needed more tequila. It needed more tequila. Well, the nose promised tequila. The nose did. Yeah, the nose promised tequila, but the bourbon itself did not. Well, you know, I did get some of that light. You know, he was saying he had pear on the nose. Yeah. I didn't smell too yeah. much pear on the nose. I got it on the palate. Yeah. The pear was there. I did not get any lime except on the, the, the end of the finish. Yeah, right. that's where it is. Yeah, right. But, but, it, but, it, but yeah. it is definitely lime. Yeah. But, I mean, he was mentioning it, like, uh, as, as, as a prominent part of the palate. To me, it didn't come that way. No, you're right. No. It's on the finish. It's It was it was pears more on the palate, vanilla on the nose, which is kind of off-putting. It was weird because I was expecting more of a tequila nose. I wasn't getting that. But no the, tequila nose. The pears and the, the the leather and cocoa thing that that was um, that was coming through on the palate. That's kind of like I just needed more tequila. But it's interesting. I like what they're doing. I want well, them again. To be more you don't want to. You don't want to overdo it. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I mean, I think they pulled back too early on this one. They might have pulled back a little bit early, but you know, so many people will. Most people go the exact opposite. You know, and it just tastes like too long. You know, it tastes early. like some bourbon with you know buttload of tequila poured in it. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe they're just going a little bit light-handed on it, but it's it's. I mean, it's got a nice flavor to it. the The cocoa and the leather definitely come out on the palate. I definitely get the pear, and and I definitely get the lime at the back end. Um, yeah, well made. I think it's pretty decent. I yeah, like the, the bourbon doing, they did. I want to. I want to see more of their stuff. I want to. I want to see them do this like this uh, a little bit longer. Yeah, though they're experimenting, so yeah. it's a, it's a thing. And I would have. I, for one, am not going to want to pair my tequila and bourbon. It's just not something I think about doing. But, you know, you never know what works and what doesn't work until after you try it. Yeah. It's a you different know. flavor profile completely. I've not had a tequila finished bourbon before. More, you said you've had some? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Stag has one that they've uh, finished in. Uh, oh, you know, I totally forgot about that. Stag did that. They did a. Uh, Isn't it Coruscant? No, it's the other way around. Or no, Coruscant. they have tequila and whiskey barrel. Tequila and bourbon barrel. Yeah. Other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, they're doing it the backward, the other way instead. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, because yeah. that one was very popular. So, yeah. yeah. The, the Coruscant, they did Buffalo Trace oh. barrels. They did Stag barrels. Yeah. They did something yeah. else. Like, I yeah. used to sell the whole line. And the other thing is, is what are they putting in a Blanco? You know, if they're putting in a Blanco, you're not going to get a huge influence. You know, if they're putting it in an older a tequila. Well, yeah. no, no, it has to be a Repo barrel or an Añejo barrel because uh, yeah. Blanco tequila is not supposed to be barrel aged. Yeah. So, so it has to be Repo or Añejo. If they'd maybe they used an, an older barrel. We don't, they, don't, they don't tell us what kind of tequila barrel they used. Hmm. But uh, anyway, but I again, think good effort. Yeah, again, not not overdone. You know, could have easily been overdone. But uh, yeah, good effort and, uh, you know, pretty tasty. So we're going to rate the... Uh, one Rider Tequila Cast Finished Straight Bourbon. Three sips. Interesting. Maybe we're just jaded. Maybe we're just expecting flavor bombs too much. They're too subtle for me. Is that it? Too yeah. subtle. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's you. It's all you. It's me. It's all you. <laughs> what can I say? It's all you. You're only you you're a punk. <laughs> a pretty second rate punk at that. Well, if he thinks so, you know, I mean. And he knows. All right, so going on to our next one, let's have Maury tell us about it. Thank you, Bob. Uh, the next spirit will be the Lone Rider Sherry Cask Finish Straight Bourbon, clocking in at 90 proof or 45% ABV, for those of you who are mathematically challenged. It is non-age dated. The mash bill is 60% corn, 36% rye, and 4% malted barley. I do like the fact that they're using high rye mash bill here mm. for all their whiskeys. Yeah, yeah very like nice. That. I mean, it's pretty much the same mash bill. Retails about 40 bucks. This is the first release from Lone Rider um, that's finished in X Sherry Casks. It's got a beautiful uh, light copper color. The nose is pleasant. You definitely get hints of sherry and baking spice on the nose. On the palate, uh, again, dominated by sherry. I would call this a little bit of a sherry bomb. It's 
Go ahead, yeah. Brent. Yeah, I mean, when I first when I first did it, that was the sherry overpowered it. Yeah. Now that it's sat for a while, it's better. It's kind of it's much better. It's kind of balanced out a little bit more. Uh, Correct. You know. I agree with you. But but my first impression was a sherry bomb, and I and I dramatically underscored the sherry. Um, of course, there are notes of oak, vanilla, caramel, spice, cinnamon, a little clove, toffee, cocoa, and just a little hint of pepper. So it's a very pleasant whiskey. It's got some nice mouth coat. It's got some nice viscosity. Uh, plays well nice on the palate. I tend to like sherried whiskeys, particularly sherried scotch. So for me, this was sort of a natural. I, I don't know that it'll appeal for all bourbon drinkers, but for me, I, I really liked it. I thought it was very well made and, and, in fact, a little bit of a step up from the first two offerings. Yeah, it's a good introduction. And $40 retail you really makes it. it- it really makes it where you can't go wrong if you want to go after it because it's it's accessible the, right the price is acceptable for it so you can experiment you can say okay you know do i like a sherry cask finished bourbon and stuff and uh well, and this it's one successful is, in nine states they're not in florida yet, are they i don't think so i don't believe so yeah justin what'd you think i think that the there was too much sherry influence on the palate even after i let it breathe but i usually like high rye bourbons which this has but I can't get the rye notes out of it over the sherry. Right, so it just felt a little it short. It doesn't for come me. out. The rye notes don't come out. This is, this whiskey. Well, where do you think that pepper's coming from? It's not coming from the sherry, guys. Right. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit in there. That spice and that pepper is it not coming from the sherry. Pepper cask. and spice comes yeah. in at the end. It comes yeah. in late, but yeah. it's that, that is not there. coming from the sherry cask. I assure you. So you're you're definitely getting this whiskey. This whiskey threw me for a loop. A loop. Uh, you guys are, are talking about the nose, and I was like, I reset my nose. I smell my own skin. I smell my clothes. I'm glad somebody to this does. Uh, I'm not getting a good nose on this. I'm What's not your getting excuse? much of a nose at all. It's you very smell your mean. clothes, but you still. You still you never mind. So reset your nose. I don't have a sachet of coffee beans. Shut up. Suppress your defecation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bob didn't provide us with little sachets of coffee beans, so you smell your own skin. It's BYL coffee, of, man. You didn't get as the long as, as long as you don't have a lot of cologne on. Smell your own skin. That resets your olfactory enough senses. You come back to the you sm- come back to the glass. Look, I'm her this her is very mm, swarthy. Right. The rest of us don't have a smell to our skin. The Norm. smell to this, this is what only works did work. This is what resets your It only smell. works for you. It works. Now it worked for me too. You've been to a lot of wine tastings more, you know it works. You reset you reset your your nose, smell your own skin, reset your nose, come back to this. It this this has no nose for me. I thought it was too muted. There's a little bit of spice, but then on the palate, I get it. It there's but I don't think it's too much sherry. It's all right. No. That's nicely sherried. I mean, you got to like nice sherried whiskey. No, it's right where it and should it was be. Just, but that's what the enigma. It had no yeah. nose, but the palate is there. Correct. The nose is definitely. Yeah, you really don't pick up the sherry on the nose. Uh, it, it's all on the palate. And uh, I mean, the, the I do like the fact that they're doing a high rye mash bill for all their whiskeys. Yeah. Um, and it comes through on more on the finish for me than on the actual palate. There's that spicy cinnamon and clove. It's not a lot of pepper, but there's this there. Yeah. It's yeah, just, you definitely pick up the the rye on the end. Yeah, I think they're going in the right direction, but this just didn't. This, this just threw me for a loop. Bob, what do you think? I think it was well put together. I think they, you know, they did not overdo the sherry, which is so easily done. Um, it definitely, you know, enhanced the whiskey as opposed to cover stuff up. Um, I definitely am getting the rye notes on the back end. We get the sherry notes up front. Obviously, got a little bit of oak. And then I get a little bit of a uh, little bit of dark chocolate, a little bit of cocoa on it. Um, all in all, I think a very good effort, and uh, you know, not bad, especially for forty bucks. You can't beat it. Right, the price is the price yeah. is right. So mm-hmm. we're going to give the Lone Rider Sherry Cask uh, finished straight bourbon, ninety proof, three sips. Interesting. So moving on to our next one, we're going to have Harm tell us about that. So this is a complete. Uh, 180 from the last whiskey because it's not a whiskey. It's a cocktail. Our next one is the Lone Rider Whiskey Mule, ready to drink cocktail. It comes in a beautiful 12 ounce can, looks just like a beer. Uh, the uh, can is black. They've got the uh, image of a, a whiskey, a, a man on a horse. You've got this cocktail glass and all these limes on there. It is very well packaged. The whiskey itself, it's not dark brown or black, that's dark brown. Anyway, the whisk, the, the, the cocktail itself is 7% ABV. It's about $15 for a four pack of 12 pack can, uh, 12 ounce cans. It's 
made with whiskey, natural ginger, real lime juice, and carbonation. It's a medium gold color. They're using a lighter style of ginger beer here. The nose is all about lime and ginger and like confectioner sugar. And when I yes. when I taste it, it is all confectioner. It's like candy powdered powdered sugar and ginger. And ginger. It's like reminds me of those little ginger candies. And, but the ginger and builds up. It start, it's exactly those ginger candies, those those chewy ginger candies that are covered yes, with powdered sugar. Them. Yes. They're covered with powdered sugar, and you open them up. So you get the powdered sugar. It's there. Brent, and then the can? ginger builds to the beautiful. It's got a nice build, light lime flavor at the end. It's really nice. I was just waiting for more whiskey. I want to that, pour some more whiskey in it. That's exactly <laughs> right. what I'm saying. I want to. I'm, I'm like, thinking spike it. Seven percent alcohol is not enough for me, is man. It, <laughs> is it wrong that I want to just take this and use it as a base for my my cocktail? It's I can not just wrong. Add some not, I would wrong buy this. I would buy this instead wrong. of ginger beer and just make my yeah. own mule. You just add whiskey. Make yeah. your own. Yeah. Because you know we're a little bit heavy handed making cocktails for the girls. You know, I I know that the first cocktail should be seven percent alcohol, but I want the fifteen percent alcohol, the twenty percent alcohol for the second cocktail, so I have a nicer night. <laughs> there you Hi, go. my name's Harm, and I'm, I'm, I'm an alcoholic. Putting, I'm not putting any GHB in your drink, honey, but there's a little bit of alcohol there. Yeah, there's a little alcohol. Yeah. You know, he about. likes to put more whiskey in because it covers up the rohypnol. So <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it's very much uh, the yeah the ginger, the lime juice, and carbonation, and that's and it's bam. I mean, you don't really taste the whiskey in it. No, I really no, don't you know, get any notes of whiskey stuff. You know, so that's why I think it's a great base I mean, it's, for it's a whiskey. There, there's there's probably it's one of the best ginger now. beers that I've ever had. Right, yeah. I'm right. overlooked that I don't right. taste whiskey. Right, but I'm thinking it's if very you delicious. put a shot I mean, of your favorite whiskey in, it'd be a yeah. great cocktail, be a great mule. Just, let me put some more Lone Rider in it. Why not? But that there lies right here. Therein yeah. lies the problem with the uh, with the cocktails. Everybody likes them a little different. So yeah. but you know, this is a good base for another one here. The lime in it is so good. Well, you know, the other thing is, is they have to keep it at a certain level to be able to can it and sell it. So, so grocery you know, store, right? Yeah. If if if, sure. if you went to a bar and they were making it, you'd probably be getting a lot more whiskey. And I can say right now, from doing this experiment in, in in front of you all, this is wonderful with a little more Lone Rider whiskey. Use the sherry. I want to use the Deadwood. Oh, here you go. There's a dead one. Thank you. Well, I mean, yeah. if you want something just refreshing by the pool and not end up at the bottom of the pool, I say go with this. If you want a really good evening cocktail, yeah, you can definitely add some. A little bit. I mean, I didn't do add a lot of whiskey, but I've, the color's changed. It's good. Let's I try. see how he is. It's all about the color. <laughs> but he's not racist. Yeah. Uh, I, I like my I like my dark liquor dark. Yeah, he your like women white. Yeah. My women. I married a couple of white girls. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. That's I took blonde. them from you. I took your women from you, and I made babies. That first one you didn't take from anybody. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were, yeah, trust me. Me too. The first one I threw right back. Guess what? That first <laughs> that one really we helps. had a meeting when you it weren't helps. there, and we went. What are we going to do with this crazy son of a army? Yeah, yeah. Oh. There you go, buddy. Yeah. We got a girl for you. I do have a thing for blondes. Though. I do have a thing for blondes. So. Thank you. Thank you for your women. <laughs> Thank you for your women. Brent, I see you're making another cocktail. So what if it's 50-50? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I make my gin and tonics. All gin and a splash of tonic. Right. I mean, right. right. It's called a martini. <laughs> yeah. It's not even 50-50. Yeah, an extra dry martini. Pour it's it in and then wave martini. the bottle wave of vermouth over, over the top. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Threaten it with vermouth. Overall, yeah. it's a good cocktail, right? I mean, even, even if you're not luscious like us. Mm -hmm. It's tasty. It's tasty. No, it's really good. And it, I mean, you can tell that it's... You know, it doesn't have that chemically taste where they're using no, artificial no. flavors and everything. Tastes fresh. Yeah. You know, even though it's coming from a can, it tastes very fresh, very vibrant. The, the ginger is right, poof, right in your face. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think it. I think it's really there good. There are too many, too many cocktails on the market they taste artificial. This does not. Yeah, that's most of them, you know, unfortunately. And some of them, it's just, oh, like I said, there's there's one that has a bourbon and cola, and it's just, oh, it's, ugh. It's like, I don't know where they're buying the cola from. I think it's coming from Czechoslovakia. It's absolutely the worst. It's it's worse than RC. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, RC see this? is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I knew the, there'd be somebody who okay. RC. All right. The thing is, if you see uh, this on the back. shelf, if you see this on the shelf, hey, try it out. It's, re it's, it's really good. You know, so when you see it, no mixology required. Right on the, right on the label, it says that. So, What are we giving us, Bob? Did your parents have any children that lived? 
I don't think uh, so. Not, not a chance. He's making fun of RC. I'm, he's lucky I haven't stabbed him with a shit. I'm right sorry, now. man. I'm a, I'm, I'm a traditional Coca-Cola man. Oh, oh, he's traditional with Coke. I just don't know about the cola part. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna, ouch. we're gonna rate this three sips. We're in Miami. I thought we were giving it four. Four sips. We, well, we are to four. Yeah. Really? Oh wait, yeah. you're right. Four sips. Yeah. Let me redo that. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong one. That's four <laughs> sips. Sorry, guys. Four sips. Well done. Well, Bob. On that note, why don't you tell us about the Nest Whiskey? <laughs> Have you had enough whiskey, Bob? Tell us about the Nest Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, Nest Quick. Nest Whiskey. Yeah. As you can see, we've been using this. Ca- okay. We've been using this canned cocktail as a mixer and adding. <laughs> He's going to sit there and throw aspersions at me, and he can't even get He's three words out. Asparagus at you. Yeah. All right. Just. Good lord. All right. Let me open this back up here. Where are we at? All right. So we're on to our... We're on to... Cast asparagus. Remember that one? Oh, the, the oh. rye smells great. Oh, I like asparagus. It just makes your pee smell funny. Talk we, about the whiskey, boy. I think <laughs> you like the pee smell. I'm sure you do. It smells like money to you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pee-Pee Doctor down on the end of the table there. Some, somebody went to a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> My, somebody. <laughs> Did somebody have asparagus for dinner? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, charge extra on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, straighten the toilet. Straighten the toilet, you guys. I swear. Give me some more, give me some more whiskey meal. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Yeah. Pass this around. I mean, it's, that's, that's one you want to drink. I mean, I'm going to tell everybody to go out and get this one. Ah, that's good. I mean, is this available, available in Florida? No. You know what this would really be I good I haven't with? seen Deadwood in Florida yet. Yeah. This would be really good with some RC Cola. More <laughs> Lone Rider in Florida. Harm. Lone Rider. No Lone Rider in Florida at all? This is Lone Rider. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't seen this brand at all. Yeah. It's not here. But the brand is Lone Rider. Yeah. 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 No, they're I, in, no, no, I'm sorry. I said Deadwood, right? Well, the next time I go to North Carolina, maybe I won't get you some. I don't want any RC Cola. Yeah. No, that's what I'll bring you back. <laughs> Damn heathens. You know, I'd like, well, I miss Mr. Pibb. Is he gone? Where's the Mr. Pibb? You know what I have not? Uh, Where's Mr. Pibb? I don't see Mr. Pibb anywhere. They have it at Payway over, over here in Plantation. Oh, All yeah. you want. It's not just the destination. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing some whiskeys. We just finished we're discussing talking. Mr. Pibb. Well, that too. We just and finished Verners talking about off the air. Verners. Verners is good stuff. And we were just talking about the uh, Lone Rider Whiskey Mule. Gave that four sips. Uh, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Here, I'll give it to him again. Hold on, Eric. Hold on. There's four that's sips again. Is that better? That's better. Does that, that satisfy your sense of curiosity? All right, so our next whiskey is uh, Chicken Cock Kentucky Straight Rye, 90 proof, 45% ABV, not shell filtered. It's a 95.5 rye, 95 rye, 5% malted barley. Uh, This is the first rye released under the Chicken Cock label in more than 70 years. It's made in partnership with the Bardstown Bourbon Company as a part of its collaborative distilling program. So when you hear 95.5 and you think immediately MGP, guess what? Nope. It's coming from Bardstown Bourbon Company. Um, this straight rye whiskey is 100% distilled, aged, and bottled in Kentucky. I know you guys did a show about chicken cock. I missed that. That was one. the bourbon show. That was the bourbon one. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I, I I missed that that episode. I wasn't there. I wasn't here for that one. There's a what, reason. Going- there was a reason for that. Yeah. yeah, it was much more pleasant. 
I remember really? it being downright fun. <laughs> was it more fun than that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was lighthearted. There was no, there was no challenge to your 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 tyranny, Bob. There was, there was no racism. Are, they all fall in line behind you, Bob. I only challenge you. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. <laughs> I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. Mr. Wordy over yeah. here. Bob, Bob doesn't want any pushback. Are you threatening right. me? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, I love Butthead. It was that. Are you threatening well, that's me? Beavis. Thank you. It's Beavis. It's yes. Cornholio. Cornholio. The great Cornholio. What's wrong with you? All right, so tell me about chicken cock, Bob. TP, for I'm sure mom. you have lots of experience with chicken cock. Oh. Having grown up on a farm? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so this is their uh, straight rye. Let's see. On the nose, it doesn't have that typical, uh, you know, you would think with a 95% rye, it would have that more sort of typical rye nose, but it's got a, uh, you know, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of brown sugar, just a hint of spice on it. And on the palate, hmm. On the palate, I get a little bit of, uh, a little bit of the spice on the sides of the tongue. Um, Get more brown sugar than anything else. But I else. get more. I, yeah, it's 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 unusual in the fact that it's much sweeter than any rye I've ever had, especially something that's ninety five percent rye. Yes, I mean this is very very sweet. A lot of brown sugar, a lot of caramel. If someone gave this to me, there's zero chance yeah. I would pick it up as a oh, rye. I would in say a million bourbon. years, I would. I would say bourbon yeah. all the way. I'd say it's and a I, very very and sweet I bourbon. Say, I wouldn't even say a high rye bourbon. Dude. I wouldn't you even. Guys, I, I don't understand you. You guys know rye. This to me smells like a classic rye because it's so floral. You know, the, the, but it's maybe a little bit younger than we're used to. You know, when we talk about the High West ryes that they bought, right. Martin and MGP blends. Right. This is what it reminds me of. This is that it's that, got that, that, flor- that it's got white fl- flower note. On the nose, and there's a little bit of cinnamon on the end. But as soon as you put it in your mouth, mm. that's what she said. Well, that's what I tell her. As soon as you put it in your mouth, the flavor explodes. I don't this think is white I, flowers. That's, that's also no. Never mind. That's what I said to her. Yeah. Anyway, oh, now, God, we, we know what she said. She said. Gonna, she um, said. Get out. This show was going to have to be bleeped. But anyway. Um, it's. I think this is a, a, a really good example of rye. I don't know why you guys are saying it's, it's atypical. To me, this is... Uh, don't give the attitude. Wait there. till the next one. I'm getting the 95.5 rye finish, but it is sweeter. Yeah. It's, it's up front. It's sub- it is surprisingly up front, sweet. It's very, very, subtle. very, very sweet. Very it's subtle. Surprisingly sweet. But yeah. maybe that's because of the age. But it's well, light, too. It's not a heavy whiskey. This is a light. No, I've, I mean, I've had light. I've had plenty of young ryes in my time. I've no, never had not, one this sweet. That, your, your classic note you know. is plumber's putty. Bob. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It does that. not have that. No, and it's, it's and a little it's, more mature than that. And it's very different in the fact that it's so sweet, sugar forward. Yeah. Front of the palate. Maybe it's for the barrels they're using. Whatever. The, the, I it don't know. seems to be very nicely done for me. No, I, I mean it's it's well made. It's just it's very unusual. That's the thing. It is okay, I'll give you that. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe you guys are expecting something different. It's, I am. I am expecting something but different. But when I smell this, I smell rye. I smell that I smell that white flower smell. I get that cinnamon. It's it's it's, it's rye to me. It's rye. It's not peppery rye, it's no. a floral rye, which is a type of rye I prefer. Hmm. I do prefer it. Doesn't have that. No, I've had peel. I've had plenty of flowery ryes that yeah. weren't real spicy, but this I haven't I rye. haven't had any that were that sweet, especially some of the Canadian ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, again, the, well, the type of still they're the, using. The Canadian the ones aren't really ryes anyway. Right. So yeah, they're right. column stilled, and they're yeah, and they call them rye because they have some rye in them. So, <laughs> well, that's what I would never put this at ninety five percent rye. No, I would not, no, I would I not do that. I wouldn't either. Maury, whose side are you coming down on? What's going on here? I'm sorry, Harm, but I can't agree with you here. You don't have to. I prefer when you don't agree with me. Justin? (laughs) Makes him him feel clean. I I got a good... Do you feel clean now? I got a good rye hit on it. So, I mean, it's sweet, but I got a good rye hit. So this is this is a confusing <laughs> rye. It's confusing. I mean, okay, let me replay you obviously that. Obviously, have a wonderful economy with words. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Wordy over but there. But it smells like rye. Pull, pull it up. Let it, it breathe. It doesn't smell like rye. Maybe we like need rye. to. You know, we need to have another one of those interventions with Justin. And explain him. This is radio. You have to be a little bit more wordy on radio. 
All right, Harm, you got to smell your arm, then smell the spirit yeah, again. I got something making smell for you. How are we going to rate this? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Can we rate this? I don't know. What 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 say you guys? Well, we're going to rate the uh, chicken cock uh, rye two sips. Well, isn't that Under nice? protest. This, this is why you don't invite me to the shows anymore, because I'm the only one who pushes back against your tyranny, Bob. You're a tyrant. <laughs> waiting for the side effects. You're only doing your... That's right. A punk. And a pretty second-rate punk at that. Okay. Well, you can redeem yourself with the next one. Richard say, Burton. I don't, I don't think he can ever redeem himself. Well, you're on next. I believe I'm unredeemable, Brent, but uh, I'll try. Uh, you know, you took you. the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly <laughs> what I was unredeemable. thinking. Unredeemable. Unredeemable, but, I, but I, will, I will give it the good old college try. Kind of like S&H... Green stamps, unredeemable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to collect those in the nineties. Remember those yeah, green stamps? Remember those? Yep. Publix used to do too. So uh, whatever. Our our next whiskey is the Laws Whiskey House six year old Balin Bond San Luis Valley Rye, one hundred proof, fifty percent ABV. Obviously, it's one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred proof because it is Balin Bond. The Laws Whiskey House was founded in Denver, Colorado, by a- Al Laws, a native of Alberta, Canada, who was brought to the area by his work in the oil and gas industry. With an eye towards creating true Colorado whiskey, Lost Whiskey House uses Colorado-grown rye, wheat, and barley, along with corn from Wisconsin to create their mash, which is then fermented for four days before distilling twice in their four-plate combination column pot still. The whiskey is then aged in a new, full si- in new full-sized 53-gallon charred American oak, white, bar- white American oak barrels, from Independence Dave Corporation. This is a new uh, six-year-old rye expression that was created from Colorado Malting's malting company San Luis Valley Rye grain harvested from a single season. So do we have the, well, we don't know what season this is, but this is a, a, a six-year-old bottle and bond. And well, I'm pretty sure it's not the winter season because they're not harvesting crap in Colorado. In not in the winter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say probably more like summer. Then I'm saying which year? So it's a it's a it's a single years it's it's a it's like a vintage rye. How's that? So uh, the color is a beautiful deep copper with little gold glints. The nose, it's all about brown sugar and honey for me. Uh, I think the their their website says something about grassiness, but I'm not really getting the grassiness here. Oh, the, the, you get the, the grassiness. Oh, the the green like the grass like the grass from a field grass. Oh, not I, like not like a cut grass from a yard, like a field grass. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've not Brent. stood in yeah. a field of grass in a while. I mean, my yeah. my in laws have a cotton have a cotton field. You were so, raised in a concrete jungle, so you're yeah. not outstanding in your field then. I'm not, I'm not outstanding. <laughs> I was I was outstanding in my in laws field. Can I see the bottle? Anyway, I thought this was like Vermont maple syrup. It's it's very sugary, right? Wow, that's a so, grade so, B. Brown sugar, honey, and I got cinnamon and clove towards the end of the palate. The pal the palate though is is actually very complex. This is a different type of rye from that first one we had. Completely different. This is a more uh, aged, more uh, complex rye. It's got tons of herbal component to it. Uh, there's a saltiness. There's brown sugar. There's orange. There's tobacco notes. There's lots of layers of flavor. Oh, every yeah. time, every single time you taste it, you get some different flavors to it. That really is com- very complex. Mm-hmm. It's got a medium long finish. I really enjoyed it, Brent. What? What? Tell me about the complexity you're bringing out. So, so what is this? Besides- no, so the first time you the first time you taste it, you're going to get some. You're going to get some of those rye notes. You're going to get a little bit of orange. The next time you taste it, you get some buttery notes. Then you get some tobacco that comes out. Uh, you get those spices. You get a little bit of mint. Every single time you're getting, I got some more, more fennel than mint, but I'll give you mint. I'll give but, you mint. But it's uh, it's just beautiful. I mean, this is a well made. Um, I could sit there and sip on this all yeah. night. This is like the, a, a really the, nice baked rye bread. It's got all those. It has layers. all the classic notes of a rye, and it's beautiful. It's uh, you know, and then, and of course the bottled and bond at the hundred proof. It's 
You know, I really enjoy this one. I mean, when yeah, I, the, the, you know, you don't like to compare. The better. We're good. We're, well, no. we're good with 100 proof. No, no, no. You, <laughs> you don't want to compare. You don't want to try to com- go back and compare. But when, you, you know, we already talked about this one before and this one. I mean, I, I prefer this one. And that's mm-hmm. just my preference. So, look, I, it's bottled and bond 100 proof. I put a drop, a couple drops of water in it. That floral note from the first one is coming out. It comes out from the, but that I didn't really note. get that floral note from the first one. So. Oh, good for you. I already got some of the floral notes on this one, but it's it's yummy. This is beautiful. This is beautiful, Maury. Yeah, I I I really would echo what you said, Brent. I liked it a lot. I thought it was complex. I thought it was interesting. I think it was definitely a step up from some of the previous laws whiskey house um, uh, offerings we've had in the past. This is probably the best laws item that yeah, we've that we've tasted for sure okay. no, not probably for sure yeah um, you know. it's definitely a step up from everything we've had from laws they're clearly coming into their stride they've matured they've got a, a fully mature product now and i think this was fantastic stuff talk into the mic maury you keep turning oh on. sorry i don't mean to look at the bottom me nuts <laughs> you don't have far to go yeah it's okay <laughs> yeah not in this room <laughs> so i liked it a lot yeah we we did most of their line oh god probably three years ago and that was the that was the running thing everyone said the same thing i said look it's young but it's see very, where it's going but it's really well made and i can see where it's going and i really want to revisit this in another you know two or three years and here we are now you know it's there, it's two or crazy. three years later and when they sent me this they had a a, a, a press tasting on zoom and there were, I don't know, probably five or six of us on there. And I, I told him, I said, I'm not, I'm not blowing on you smoke up your skirt. I said, honestly, you know, you know I, you've heard the show that we've done. I think this is the best thing you guys have done that I've, it's the best thing I've had from you so far. Bar are they, none. Are they, are they have other, uh, other whiskeys this age coming out now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Some of those. Yeah. 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 So I missed that first law show. And yeah. from the sound of it, good. And it was, and, and again, it. it was good stuff. It was well made. But it it was, was young. Yeah, I mean, and and no one had any flaws with it, other than the fact it just needed more time in the barrel. And and now we're really seeing what they're getting out of it. I'm and, glad they stuck around. Yeah, a lot of companies they don't make it past those first yeah. couple of years. And this it, and this has turned out fantastic. Yeah. And they so. have first class packaging. The square bottles are heavy. They're thick. They're just uh, it, it, everything about it yeah. is first class. Yeah. So we're going to be rating the Laws Whiskey House six year bottled in bond San Luis Valley Rye. Four sips. A well-deserved four sips. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, so let's go back. We're going to back up and go to our last one from Lone Rider and have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is the Lone Rider Chocolate, sixty proof, thirty percent ABV. It's uh, about eighteen dollars a bottle, and this liqueur is made from the Lone Rider Breweries, GABF, Great American Beer Festival, and the World Beer Cup medal-winning mash bill for their sweet. Jose Brown Ale. Josie. Josie. <laughs> Josie Brown. No, no way, Jose. Oh. They're Jose. What do you, you guys? Uh, it should be go, Jose, is but it, it's Josie. Is it Jalapeno or what? Jalapeno. I mean, you guys, don't confuse me, okay? Uh, <laughs> you see that? I told you guys I was the one Remember that didn't Josie know Josie and the Pussycats? I told you guys I was you the one that didn't know how to pronounce You were a little girl in the 70s? I Josie had, and the Pussycats? Right. She was my favorite. <laughs> So, um, so I'm this is a scared. Uh, if I stop all at once, the cumulative hangover will literally <laughs> kill me. This is a nice, nice deep, nice deep color to this one. Oh yeah, it's uh, just beautiful. This Looking is uh, cocoa brown. Oh, for sure. And you put it in your mouth. You, even before that, with the nose. Oh, the nose. You just, yeah, the nose is just. Oh, it's just full of chocolate. You put it in your mouth, and it's just. A great big chocolate malted milk ball, and it's like you're drinking that. And that's it's just a, a, a whopper, as they say. A whopper. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's got WH. A whopper. 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 Yeah. There's extra syllables in there. I know that. Oaxaca. Well, when when the folks there sent me all this, they said, "We'll send you this, and we'll send you the cocktails." Yeah, sure. And they said, "We'll send you this one." And I went, "Oh, you guys are going to hate this." And we opened it up, and everybody looked at everybody else and went. Holy cow! This is this really is good. The, this is the best product that they have. Oh I my think, gosh! Yeah, had, this is know, this so. is this is fantastic. Well, the mule, the mule is really good yeah, too. Yeah, this is this uh, the mule. It's a malted milk ball and a milk dud in your mouth all at the same time. I this mean, is, yeah, this is a trip to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to take this to the movies. It this makes is them, candy. Oh, yeah, this is candy. It is. It's exactly well, the last what time Harmy went to the movies, he got thrown out for wearing that trench coat. So. 
the, you um, for not wearing the trench coat. You, you have to read the probable cause affidavit. Yeah. Well, no, if you if you read the arrest warrant, it wasn't just Pee Wee that got nailed; it was harm too. But you know, he wasn't famous, so you right, only heard right, about right, Pee Wee. Right. So sad, know, sad if you, man. If you Collateral this, damage. That's if you can find this on the shelf, go and grab it. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, honestly, for delicious. for eighteen bucks, oh. yeah, this on this on pancakes or mm, ice cream or yeah. So we're going to be rating it four sips. Well done, guys. That's classified. All right. Not a bad afternoon. Not a bad way to spend an afternoon. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be the morning. conceit. It's middle of the night, dude. It's the 3 a.m. You forget our conceit. You, you can tell Bob's been this drinking. This is the afternoon for us. <laughs> you forget. We don't, we don't We don't forget conceit. your conceited harm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we've got. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap the subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Alexa or Siri or Google, whoever the person is that talks back to you on your phone, to play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Don't forget to do it at 2 a.m., though. Yeah. Well, we love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to email uh, Yeah. Been drinking. <laughs> you also be able oh, to interact with my pronunciation. We'll okay, be fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take a time to rip, uh, rate this episode. <laughs> they are so you got me. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to us online, it's a big help, and we get to see your feedback as well, and hopefully work on our pronunciation. So, <laughs> it's pronunciation. It's Marco. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. Thank our co-host. Thank you, Brent. Why do I still hear banjos? Because <laughs> you didn't put your pants back on. Paddle faster. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. If you're missing that bottle of chocolate, it's because I grabbed it to fill in my milk. I think it's going to make a beautiful chocolate milk. I think it'd make an amazing chocolate milkshake. Thank you, Justin. Goodbye from Jalapanoisle. <laughs> that's, that's a better Jose, accent. Jose that's a much says, better accent. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Harm. Thank you for having me, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here in the basement at 3 a.m. Have you no sense of decency? Remember, life's too short to drink bad whiskey. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.